Welcome to the My Own Kind of Beautiful podcast by Afrobotanics, presented by me, Domente Katwane, founder of Afrobotanics. In today's episode, I want to speak about awakening. Awakening to who you really are, so you can live a beautiful life that is filled with love, peace, joy, meaning, and purpose, instead of anxiety, fear, depression, and disconnection. So that most of your lived experience in any given moment and day is one of love, peace, joy, inspiration, and creativity. Don't we all want that? I know I do, and I believe that we all do. In fact, I know that that is what spirit is always drawing us to, that we reach this point in, in a lifetime. I will not share my journey to awakening because it's a long story. Uh, I just want to discuss lightly what awakening is and why we should embrace it because we are being constantly drawn to it. It is part of the human journey. What I can share is that through my journey of awakening, I have moved up on the frequency hierarchy. My resting frequency is one that is more peaceful, more of love, joy, and harmony, such that no matter what's going on in my life, whatever storms may be raging around me, as they currently are, I am still more experiencing love, peace, and joy. And this is completely different because most of the times, I think especially when I was encountering problems and challenges, I would definitely be in the space of or realms of anxiety and worry. So what also happens when you start on the journey of awakening is that you really start questioning, who am I? Because awakening is about questioning your, questioning your identity. And so this question of who am I arises anyway, consciously or unconsciously. And I have reached a point, for example, where I know that my identity is not my car, not my house, not my clothes, not my business, not my job not the awards I have, the titles I've earned, the degrees I have. So who am I? So it comes down to understanding that I am a divine spiritual being having a human experience. And I've been given and been blessed with the task by God, a spark that I must bring to life as a human, in a human form, and we each all have this, and it's what we call our soul, and the soul spark we each have in our human form, which forms our divine purpose, and it is our divine identity, and that is what we need to identify with, and not anything external in this world that we've come to build as humans. And so awakening to who you are is that it is awakening to your soul identity. And this is an important uh, understanding because when we interact as humans currently, we see our beings as constituted of our physical body, our mental body, and emotional body. Uh, we sort of forget or have a very vague understanding of our spiritual body. And so we form our identity most of the times from our mental body. 
um, your brain, I think therefore I am. And yet we need to be moving into um, the spiritual aspect because I think a lot of people, a lot of us have been doing life for a while. We've read other people and watched other people doing life for a while. And we see there's a disconnect. We've all, uh, a lot of us have lived um, life where we've built really good lives, successful lives in terms of having material comforts and achievements that we feel are good achievements to have. And yet you always have that feeling of disconnect, that feeling of discontent, of wanting more, um, of having a void. So that void comes because we do not have or take direction from our spiritual body and fulfill our spiritual purpose. And I feel like as a, as a, as a human collective, we're moving in the right direction because we are having the conversations around mental wellness and it's become something that's very comfortable for a lot of us to speak about. It's out in the public domain that we all have a mental body that uh, experiences trauma and needs to have some form of alignment between our mental and emotional and physical bodies. But I feel that the next step is for us to really move up back to understanding that what informs our mental body is our spiritual body. And when there is a, a misalignment between our physical body emotional body, mental body, and our spiritual body, that's when we start to have the issues of depression and anxiety. That is why a lot of people fail to move out of feeling depression or feeling hopeless because they don't move into the space of understanding that I need to heal the connection between my mental body and my emotional body, my physical body, to my spiritual body. Um, this misalignment is what causes the diseases of the mind, disease of the heart, diseases of the body. It is already known that all physical diseases can be traced back to a spiritual misalignment. So even if you're talking about a genetic disease and you're like, no, but, you know, diabetes is genetic in my family. Genetics genes are a spiritual imprint. And that is why it is known that you can cure or prevent yourself from getting diabetes, high blood pressure by dealing with that misalignment at spiritual level and healing your bloodline. So you're healing your, your ancestral lineage uh, and allowing yourself to, to heal it forward so that your children are also healed from it. So the spiritual aspect of things is coming to fore again and we need to take it um, more seriously because our ancestors from way back understood this and lived in this way and that's why they had more harmonious living lived longer and lived more peacefully at this time i understand that we will have to stretch our minds a bit because how the world works currently is that we view the physical body as a separate thing mental body as a separate thing emotional body as a separate thing and the spiritual body as a separate thing and we need to move now into a space where everything has alignment so that how you speak, how you, walk, how you act, walk, how you feel, how you think 
all comes from spirit, comes from love. Because um, that's what spirit basically is. God, the divine is love. So it's all about speaking from love to yourself and about others, speaking from love um, about the world around us, acting in love to ourselves and to those outside of ourselves and to the world around us, feeling from love for ourselves and to those outside of ourselves, and connecting all of that and our belief systems, our mindsets being those that are informed by love. That is what we call congruency. Then everything comes into place um, if we live that way. But it also means that we have to change how we live altogether, um, meaning that our we will find ourselves having to change how, how we work, where we work, um, because we want to have congruency in all aspects of our lives. Let's take an example where someone's a politician, and there's no judgment here, by the way, because most of us are out of alignment in one way or another. A politician who is sincere about their wanting to better in the lives of the people, they act um, with integrity in their office, and they are not engaging in corruption. They're really serious about serving the people the best they can. But when they go home, when it comes to their marriage, their private life, they find that they are easily able to justify being dishonest and even cheating on their partner, their spouse. And this is acting out of alignment because if a person is supposed to be directed by love, that means that that integrity goes into all aspects of their life. And of course, the misalignment, uh, the, or, the reason why a person, for example, will cheat um, will go to a particular wound in their life that they experienced and a particular hurt uh, that, is, that has created a certain belief system. And we all have a wound around self-worth, around being adequate, being worthy of being loved. We all have some form of wound that started from when we were a child. And so no judgment here. It's, it's just showing you the different ways in which we lack congruency and how it, it plays out. And um, another way, another, another example is someone who wakes up every day and they pray, they go to Bible school three times a week, they pray before they sleep, they go to church every Sunday, they volunteer at church, but they work as a lawyer. And as a lawyer, in the current legal framework that we have around the world where um, it's a very confrontational system where there always has to be a winner, always a loser. Um, it's about domineering, it's about competition, putting other people down, or also um, having to stand up for someone who you know has done wrong, but because the legal system says that they have the right to a fair trial, you have to defend someone who's hurt a child even though every day you go home and you pray that all children are protected, but in your legal um, career, you now have to protect a, um, someone who's harmed children because it's their right um, enshrined in our, in our laws. And this is acting outside of your belief system. It will cause misalignments that will ripple and play out in other parts of your life. 
we need to get to a point where all aspects of our lives, where we where we work, where we play, um, where we do spiritual stuff, all comes from the same place. So awakening means aligning, finding alignment in all aspects and where you practice and you how you interact with the world. And it's it's a continuous yearning we all have. It's a continuous remembrance because we are all born knowing this love, know, knowing this purity um, coming from love. And as a baby, as a young child, you love unconditionally, you trust unconditionally, you're at peace unconditionally, you forgive unconditionally. And as you grow and you encounter um, events in your life, people in your life who hurt you and wound you and cause you trauma, our hearts start to close and we start to feel it's not safe to love. And so we move from our heart because our heart is where soul comes in. We close our hearts and we start to live through our mind and trying to survive. So we live from fear and fear and love can't coexist. And that is how we start to move away from this. And it becomes that kind of a journey until we make the conscious decision to heal and bring illumination to all those parts where we have been wounded. Um, and this is something that can happen whether you're, you know, you could be in your late teens, you could be in your 20s, you could be in your 90s, um, where you start to go into conscious healing and conscious reconnection with soul and living from soul. But I'm excited that at this time in our planet, we are experiencing a resurgence of love where it is easier than ever before right now to to to, to attend to this yearning because it's a continuous yearning. It's um, as much as we may disconnect or have a less connection to soul, soul is always trying to call us back because that's the purpose of life is to grow in love and to understand the different ways love manifests, the deeper ways it does. And understanding that the deeper the pain you feel, the more opportunity for you to feel love. So I think that's an, an, an exciting um, result to look forward to because it's what um, awakening does. It heals the pain, converts the pain into love. It is by no means an easy process. It's not an intellectual process. It is like an initiation. It is an initiation where you really have to go through every pain and understand it and, and, and then convert it to love. That's, it's, it's not an easy process, but um, you become an expert of love true and through, um, not from an intellectual basis. And, you know, we, we, when you awaken, you also then come to understand that we need to live the divine laws, not human laws. Uh, I'll give an example of a divine law. Um, and you can contrast that to example to one of the biblical laws. A divine law will say, do what you will and harm none. Uh, on the surface, this law promotes that we live in freedom and liberation because freedom and liberation are our divine rights. It's our inherent character as divine beings. But 
there's a clear stipulation and qualification in saying harm none, meaning that you can live and exercise your freedom as long as it doesn't harm another in any way. It doesn't harm another human, another and those in the animal kingdom, plant kingdom, crystal kingdom, the earth. Uh, exercise your freedom in a way that doesn't harm another, doesn't infringe on the freedom of another. And this is contrary to how we live or how our world is constructed because um, you look at our economies, our governments, how our countries are structured, our re the religions we follow, our family structures, they are all very much um, about one dominating another, one having more power than the other. Um, it's never a win-win situation. And yet divine law says that we can create a win-win situation and everyone is worthy of being in a win-win situation. So it means that we have to restructure how we see the world, how we see um, how our businesses are structured, how workplaces are structured, how we do business, how we do government, how we do politics. A lot has to change in the world for us to align as a collective to um, how the divine have, have, are expecting us to be. And these are the lessons, the collective and individual lessons that we have to go, go through currently as humanity. But it starts at an individual level. Each individual has to go through the awakening of understanding that they are divine beings with power, with responsibility that must be used um, properly, that we all matter and that we all have equal opportunities to live the love that we are, to live the gifts that we've been given. Each and every one of us is blessed with gifts, um, a, a divine message, a divine ability that we're supposed to share and teach amongst each other. Nobody's more special than the other. And once we uh, understand that and we come to live that individually, eventually it will become uh, a universal thing and we'll be able to change the world so that the world becomes um, one where everyone is ha has equal opportunity for prosperity, for peace, for love, for joy. So the call to awaken plays out in all aspects of our lives. Um, not, none can be deviant to that at all. And we have to, it, it's, it's, it's a natural thing anyway, um, whether we like it or not, we get called to it. Otherwise, um, we live in, in, in pain and it comes to a point where your seeking love and joy ends up outweighing the they were living in the normal, uh, the norm of fear, the norm of pain. When we awaken, we relearn to live from love and we, we heal the hurts that we have accumulated and we extend ourselves in terms of understanding love. And it, it's, it's a beautiful process and it is a beautiful thing to, to go through. Um, and it is the only way to get to living a beautiful, purposeful, full life that is exciting and inspired on a daily basis. Uh, the going back to soul and being directed by soul 
is when we rediscover and reconnect with our divine purpose and, and the gift that we all, each and everyone has. And we go back to serving the higher plan of, of heaven on earth. And this is where the realm of where miracles and magic happen. Um, this is where we encounter beauty that cannot be spoken or described in words that we speak. And we live and learn in a way that we are all special. We all matter. We are all beautiful. We are all worthy. And my ask and my wish and prayer for you is that you awaken to the love and the beauty that you are and you live your own kind of beautiful because that's the promise you made um, to God that you will live this beautiful, unique God spark that has been entrusted to you. The world needs your unique love and light and beauty. It's your responsibility to bring it to, to bear for all of us to, to learn from you. And only when a, a high number of people have awoken and are living in this way will we be able to change the world so we have a world of peace, harmony, equality, and prosperity for all. This is possible. It is the destiny of the earth. It will come to be one day. Um, but for you, it can start today as you journey back to that love that you are and let that filter and be uh, your guiding compass, your North Star for your life so that your life is one of peace, joy, purpose, meaning, excitement, creativity, magic, miracles. That is who you are and that is what you deserve. Until next time, all my love, Ndombe and Lekotwane.